Welcome to I Thought I'd Be Rich By Now, the podcast where millennial women come to obsess. I'm your host, Deborah. Thank you so much for being here today. If you are enjoying this little podcast, please rate and review. This helps out a small independent podcast like this so much. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm not sending you any recommendations today. I'm not going to talk about the shows and podcasts and books that I'm obsessed with at the moment. Today, we are going to talk about celebrity gossip. We're not really speaking about a specific juicy story. It's just more about how celebrity gossip affects celebrities, affects us in the way that we view them, and how a lot of celebrities have a bigger role in their stories and some of their stories that are out there than the average person really realizes. I don't know about you, but I feel like I was brought up on celebrity gossip and celebrity news. I loved like reading Star Magazine and Us Weekly and so many others that like are discontinued now and not even in print. I can't even remember all of them, but I also as a late teen or more like early 20s really started on the gossip blogs that's the rise of the gossip blogs i think one of the first ones i ever used to go to was um social light life i think it was social light life and after that um delisted i mean i always went on delisted but it was like just michael k who runs it is legendary and he just has such funny posts and he's been so influential over the years um Perez Hilton like Perez Hilton was back in his day was like a juggernaut in this world I've heard little things about him here and there over the years I really don't know what he's up to nowadays but at the time like no one can understate how influential Perez Hilton was on the celebrities of the early aughts and like kind of the OC era, like all the actors and stuff from that OC generation and Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton and just like that whole world of the early 2000s, 2010s time. There was, um, and there still is, Celebrity and a few other really big sites, but I would say the most influential and the one that I went to the most was Lainey Gossip. And Lainey Gossip is run by Lainey Louie, who is um, a Canadian writer and broadcaster. She's a reporter on the celebrity show E-Talk and is also one of the co-hosts of a really big um, daytime talk show here called The Social. I read her blog starting way back in the day. I She was already around for years, but I started watching her before the social TV show started. And she has she's always had really interesting, whether you agree with her or not, really interesting in-depth analysis of celebrity and celebrity culture. And I just always found that she had like one of the best blogs. Her blog has changed a lot in recent years as she's grown, as she's, you know, taken on more work, such as her talk show. She has more writers on her website. 
she was a place that I religiously went to. And when there's a big story that I want to know about, she's one of the first places that I would recommend going to. But yeah, her like her blog has changed a lot. A lot of people's blogs have changed. And I think also as people just grow and have different opinions and have different ideas about things like naturally you will grow and change. Although I do not read celebrity gossip blogs often anymore, they it's hard to overstate what a big part they were in my life and lots of other people's lives, especially women who were interested in these topics and these celebrities, like just how much we would go on these blogs and read them, how how much they changed the game in many ways because before the internet there was a lot more control and image control and of celebrities and what they controlled about what viewers and what the audience thought of them and that still goes on today it's so fascinating like no matter what whether you like a celebrity or not it is fascinating how much People out there like musicians and actors have such curated images and how much control they have over their image and how they're viewed by the public. And someone like me who's had a fascination with this and interest in this topic for a long time has known these things, but you understand why the average person who just has maybe a passive interest or just has you know just likes different actors and media because the shows they they watch it's so interesting talking to people and hearing their view or hearing who like they love or who they think is like such a good person or someone who they think is such a bad person and it's it's just very fascinating because you when you understand what happens behind the scenes you realize how much work actually goes in to making sure that you think of that person in that way because I've always had a fascination with celebrity and an interest in it I think sometimes family and friends of mine have had this misconception of that I deify these people and I actually don't it's a little bit of the opposite I think when you read a lot about celebrities and uh, and just know about that world first of all it helps you humanize people it makes you realize how actually horrible it would be to be a person and have thousands or millions of people on the internet saying terrible things about you or just believing horrible things that about you that very well could not you know may not be true could be completely made up and and just how alone and and horrible that type of feeling would be on the flip side it really opens your eyes to how much work is put in by a lot of these people into making sure that only one view of them is out there and that certain stories never gain traction no matter how true they might be and just how much just how much control certain certain actors and certain musicians wield over their image. And whether you're interested in celebrity life or not, if you're interested in just like kind of the secret world or mechanisms behind any industry, Hollywood is 
just as fascinating if not more because it's so interesting how many agents and how many PR firms and work so hard to to curate that image of the person that they work for the person that pays them they all have a vested and financial interest studios have a vested and financial interest in having their the face of a major franchise be perceived in a certain light it really is a financial investment many celebrities are brands uh a, you know their their name is a brand their face is a brand and you have to protect the brand you have to protect the interest and so having control over your image is not necessarily a bad thing but it really is a tool and that tool is wielded so often so something that comes to mind all the time is like as I said delisted is such a fun blog you know the name says it all delisted you know always talks about not always like he'll still talk about some a-listers sometimes but the whole point is talking about or back in the day was talking about the lower tier celebrities so like the b c d and it's fun sometimes it's funny when you see like just super obvious paparazzi shots of like that were clearly set up by celebrities and you know you have these lower tier actors and musicians who are and influencers now who are super thirsty and trying to make it and I say honestly good for you no shame if I were in the same position I'd be doing everything I had to like make that money good for you Um, but it's easy to make fun of it and to poke fun and laugh because some of it is really just super obviously set up so that makes it embarrassing and we laugh at that we were like oh my gosh look at these lower tier celebrities doing you know all this kind of thirsty whatever but the thing is a-listers do that all the time so before even like let's say before the huge rise obviously of social media people magazine and us weekly and outlets like that were so powerful because if you were a celebrity that was wanting to deal with a crisis or just portray a certain image because you had a new movie coming out you are working with these outlets to to like have fluff pieces come out about you or pieces that humanize you like if a, if a really bad story came out about you or people are talking about that you have a temper say for instance you are going to work with those magazines to try to to try to have the most positive stories possible come out about you. And the same thing happens all the time still. Like you'll see a very A-list actor, even like a top tier B-list, but uh, an A-list actor, you know, stories coming out about this person Um, just being a really great dad or really great mom or pictures of them playing with puppies or just like a really cute picture of them buying their kid ice cream that seems all like well and nice and little do you know that there's a really um, a story coming out that paints them in maybe a more negative light and that story doesn't really gain traction and oh and it was the same week as these super high res photos of paparazzi photos of them came out doing something super wholesome and nice that's all set up by agents by 
PR firms. It could be depending on if that celebrity has a really good one-on-one relationship with a certain photographer. They could be texting them themselves or having an assistant text them and say, you know, this person is going to be at such and such place. Now, when it's A-list, maybe it's not that actual star texting, um, but it's definitely a setup and it does happen. And again, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but it is a tool that lots of celebrities use. They pretend that they don't do it. And if you are not super interested in this topic, you would never know. And just it's almost like the subtle marketing, the subtle marketing of um, of posters and products and us not realizing how much that marketing is having an effect on how we view certain product or when we're thirsty all of a sudden we want this certain drink and not realizing all the posters that are lined around the area that we live or or that we saw in the grocery earlier this week not realizing like all that marketing is working at making us want that thing just like if you want to you know you might see a certain celebrity and think oh that person's a really great dad or um, a super nice person or he loves his grandma so much and like all that good PR is working on you. Celebrity blogs really changed things up because just the same way as when blogs started people would call themselves like citizen journalists. All of a sudden, you didn't have to have a diploma or degree from university or college to become a journalist or to write about news. You could just be any random person that's interested in certain world topics and you had a knack for writing. You could start your own blog and that really upended things in the journalism world. Well, the same thing happened with celebrity journalism. like before celebrity blogs, there wasn't a lot of gossip out there and salacious stories being spoken about and rumors etc. But with the rise of the celebrity blog, you didn't have as much control anymore because the main stories about these famous people would come out in those very powerful magazines. Now, any random person, again, that was good at writing or had interesting stories could just start a blog for free on the internet and they could talk about whatever they wanted. Like with anything else, once you have free speech, you have less control of what is going to be spoken about. And you had places that so many people were beginning to gather and to comment and could go to hear about things that they never knew about or that the things that were rumored about and they you would never see some of those stories in these very glossy magazines. That's not to say that these blogs are just bastions of free speech where everyone is speaking the truth. There are absolutely celebrities that have had their reputations ruined over very terrible and untrue rumors or things said about them that were weaponized against them that might not be weaponized against another person for the same type of behaviors just because of how much control and how much pressure there are on certain celebrities versus others many times women versus men but regardless of the outcome whether positive or negative the rise of the celebrity blog made it so that these celebrities had less control over their image and how they were perceived than ever before jennifer aniston was recently in the news because she 
criticized some people who got into acting and got there because they were discovered on TikTok. And she kind of lamented that that's not the old school way of doing things. Like before you had to go to auditions and you had to work really hard to make it. And she received a lot of flack for that. I mean, I love Jennifer Aniston. I love Friends. Um, But saying that, it kind of sounds like very old school mentality. It sounds like shaking your fist, like get off my lawn type of attitude. And I get it. Like she's, you know, an actor. She believes in her craft. She values it. And I can even respect really valuing something that you do and that you feel like there's a lot of good people out there that maybe are being passed up for roles for someone that had some viral videos on TikTok. Like I can understand that to a certain extent, but that is actually like Hollywood story that it's always been. There have always been people, better actors that are passed up for the prettier woman or for the better looking guy or for the younger woman. That has always happened. It's not to say it's okay and that it shouldn't, um, that you shouldn't talk about people not always getting roles for talent, but that has literally always been the story of Hollywood. It's just like TikTok is just a new app. It's just a new piece of technology, just a new way for people to try to make it. And in many ways, social media has not leveled the playing field, but given so many more opportunities to people that you know, may have reached a certain point in their career or like they reached a a stalling point or felt like they might not be able to move past that for whatever reason. Someone who has talked openly about that is Busy Phillips. Busy Phillips now has um, a podcast and she has just like, and she had a, I believe a best-selling book a couple years back. And Busy Phillips is an actor who I think it was like in 2017, she talked about that she had made more money that year from Instagram ads than she had in any of her acting jobs. And she has really built her brand over the years because she has a vibrant, lively personality that a lot of people connected with and wanted to listen to her. And she built that. So she was an actor and then got on social media and people liked what she had to say. They liked her personality. They liked a lot of things about her. And she really made a name for herself outside of acting, but with still within showbiz. And that has also helped a lot of other people, like any of us who follow actors are constantly seeing their ad posts on Instagram. And as much as you can eye roll and get annoyed of the constant advertisements, I'm also like, good for you. Get that money because there are only so many roles. Like, I mean, there are a ton of roles now because of streaming services, but the chance to become a Jennifer Aniston, the chance to get a Rachel Green type role is like next to impossible nowadays just for so many reasons and the kind of money that the cast of Friends made that is not regularly seen anymore because of the way that the acting or the actors union kind of messed up with their deals with the streaming services as far as I understand Actors and streamers will, like, streaming shows will never make, like, the kind of money that used to make on shows that were going to end up 
being syndicated. And there are very few of those opportunities. By no means am I saying like cry for celebrities and actors who are doing well and get jobs. Not at all. But just if you're talking about the specific industry, social media has opened the door to create more opportunities for those same people. What Jennifer Aniston had said in the reaction to it online from some people who thought it wasn't fair reminded me of what John Hamm had said a few years ago in some interview he had done where he had kind of criticized the Kardashian family saying, you know, what are they famous for? Look at people that are getting famous off of nothing and they're experiencing this like insane type of fame and wealth. And when you think about that, you know, that can come off pretty elitist because I think for a really long time, celebrities have had this idea that people that are involved in what they do are the only people that should get famous and rich off of it. And so people like influencers and people that are famous on social media for all kinds of like different Um, things that were not even an option 20, 30 years ago, it's hard to wrap your mind around, oh my gosh, that kid who plays video games and videotapes himself is making $20 million a year when there are actors who you would, those would be the people, those would be the only people that could get famous off of something like that, that has nothing to do with, you know, technology or technology. creating something or inventing something and it it does come across as an elitist type attitude when you're like no only people like me or only people involved in my craft should be famous in this way that's not this has nothing to do with any valid criticisms of the kardashians or any reality tv show personality or any person in show business you can be annoyed of people you can hate seeing them you can you know not love that certain people are very famous and very successful for all the reasons you want. But I do think it's kind of silly to say, oh, no, only people like me. Because there are many people that look at someone who pretends to be another person for a living, so an actor, and thinks that that's outrageous that a person like that can be pulling in thousands, if not millions of dollars per role just for acting. And... I would think a lot of actors would agree with that and agree that they're so lucky and so fortunate to get to do what they do, get paid very handsomely and not begrudge someone else, someone else in the entertainment like realm of discovering a way of how to capitalize and cash in on that. You can think it's ridiculous. You can hate reality TV. I totally understand why someone would not want to watch a reality TV show or participate in that, that's that's fine, obviously. But to say that, oh no, what I do is totally worth thousands, if not millions, um, but those people over there who make TikToks or who uh, like film their family life for a living, they shouldn't get it. But me, because I learned some lines and work for a few months a year, I deserve millions of dollars. It just sounds ridiculous. Okay, I just reread what John Hamm had originally said, and it was more along the lines of stupidity 
being celebrated and being an effing idiot is a valuable commodity in this culture because you're rewarded significantly. Okay, that's a obviously a pretty mean-spirited thing to say, but you can have whatever thoughts you want about other rich people that are doing really well and are extremely successful. But again, it's just the whole idea of like, you think that's ridiculous that it's that reality show personalities are being celebrated. Other people think it's ridiculous that actors are so celebrated and so uplifted in real life. So tomato, tomato, just stay humble. I still love Don Draper, even though he was such a garbage man. Oh, he was so handsome as much as social media has truly opened up so many doors and so many other avenues for celebrities to be able to venture out to make it in other ways to get different um, deals with advertisers and make money in previously unknown ways and it's a modern way to be able to connect and stay connected with your audience your audience has a chance to speak directly to someone that they enjoy watching their films or shows or or listening to their music and that can be I'm sure a lot of fun for these people these celebrities to be able to speak directly to their fans but oh my gosh I can only imagine the stress that social media brings to agents and PR firms. If I was managing any celebrity before I took them on as a client, I mean, this is in this dream scenario, I'm a powerful manager or agent, so I can kind of demand certain things. And in this scenario, I'm thinking more of some of the older stars and when I say older I mean like 40s and 50s that have been really huge for a long time and have had all these like pinnacle moments in their career and they don't really need social media but they want it now to stay more relevant and they don't really understand all aspects of it and how powerful it can be um, versus some of the younger ones who understand it a lot more. All people can be delusional, even more so people that have been famous and rich and loved by the public for so long. They can't imagine that that could ever change. They love you based on an image of yourself that you have created. You have to understand that. So I just have a few people in mind that I'm thinking of and... I would love to speak to not even that person. I would love to speak to their manager or their or their agent or the agency that they're with because I can totally see them stressing out like why is this person joining social media? So yes, if you want me to be your talent agent, I am going to have a lot of control over your social media thank you so much for listening i had a lot of fun with this episode and hopefully we can add in more specifics and behind the scenes information about what happens in the wonderfully weird world of hollywood if there's any celebrity news that you want to know about 
or if you have any recommendations for me in terms of movies, TV, podcasts, books, or anything at all, feel free to email me at I thought I'd be rich by now at gmail.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at I thought I'd be rich by now. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review. Thanks again for listening to the entire episode and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. Oh,